Welcome to the latest episode of Station to Station here on Organized Chaos Sports. Next 30 minutes will take you through the four-game series versus the Kansas City Royals. Thanks, and we hope you enjoy. Station to Station, Episode 2, back with Dustin. After a four-game series with the Royals, um, Dustin, uh, you predicted a three-to-one series win uh, in this, and that's actually what came to fruition. One and zero on my prediction so far. Let's uh, let's keep it going. All right. So what we'll do is uh, we'll just do a, a very quick recap um, of the previous series, uh, which was obviously the the season opening series against um, the Cardinals. Um, so coming into the Royal series, uh, Jays had a one and two record. Uh, they first game 10 to nine win a four to one loss and then a nine to four loss. Um, so not really the greatest, um, feeling going into, uh, the Royals series, but I think, uh, the opponent that the Royals, um, were going to pose, I think was probably, um, probably a perfect opponent for the Jays, given um, where they're at in the season. Uh, So let's talk about game one. Um, We have a pitching matchup of Jose Barrios and Brady Singer. Um, So lots of questions coming in from the spring about Jose Barrios. And uh, I'm going to go into a little bit more detail in a moment, but why don't you just touch on Jose Barrios' performance in this, uh, this game? You're right. A lot of questions coming into this game and still a lot of questions coming out of this game. I don't think he showed a whole lot to uh, calm anyone's nerves on uh, what we were thinking coming out of spring and especially after last year. Um, Honestly, I think his real problem was just missing over the plate. So he's trying to find the edges, trying to get his fastball. Um, to the outside, to the inside, and he's missing his spots, and unfortunately he's just missing it right down the middle, and they're taking him uh, hard and far. So his um, so his pitching line was 5.2 innings pitched, nine hits, eight earned runs, two walks, and seven strikeouts. That, li- that uh, pitching line is quite all over the place. Um, lots of runs given up, a couple of walks, lots of strikeouts. Um, and he still went, you know, he still got uh, pitched into the fifth, right? And and I think that was probably more related to um, just wanting to save the bullpen a bit um, because the uh, the bullpen has been used a lot in these first um, first couple series. Um, but in terms of lineup changes in this game, uh, not really a lot of changes other than Belt uh, starts at first. Vladdy makes his first appearance uh, in the DH slot. Uh Barrios uh, unfortunately has a rough first inning. Um, there's a leadoff double, um, which comes, uh, which that uh, runner comes home on a Bobby Witt Jr. single. There's another single, more singles. Uh, so it, it seems like Barrios gets into these um, um, basically positions where he uh, he just seems to to kind of get into a spot and he just gets hit pretty hard. Um, inning number one ends three to nothing. 
um, after a Hunter Dozier fielder's choice RBA, RBI. Um, so uh, we go into the sec, top of the second. There's a Kirk walk, a, a Matt Chapman double over the right fielder's head, um, which sends uh, Kirk first to third. Ideally, you probably want um, your runner to score on that, but Kirk is not a very swift runner. So he ends up on third. And uh, Biggio strikes out uh, to end the inning, leaving runners on second and third. So a bit frustrating, um, bit frustrating there. Uh, moving to um, the fourth, and 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 before the fourth, Barrios actually has a couple decent innings. Um, so it's kind of you're kind of hoping he's uh, you know he's settled down a bit, but um, we get a bit of a repeat of the first inning. We get a Hunter Dozier single. Jackie Bradley Jr. single, um, and then a uh, Lopez triple to right center. And, and that leaves the game 5-0. Um, but the Royals aren't done. There's an RBI double uh, following that to make it 6 nothing, and then an RBI single by Bobby Witt Jr. to make it 7 nothing. Um, the, uh, the Jays uh, eventually claw one back in the top of the fifth. Um, the Royals kind of add a couple more runs in the um, bottom of the six, and then the Jays uh, basically finish out the the game, uh, with adding uh, four more runs and lose nine to five. So I, I would say overall, pretty um, pretty disappointing game. Um, you know, being that it was the opener against Kansas City, and given they you know them as being an opponent. Um, and being able to, you know, being behind kind of on the on the back foot to start the series. Yeah, I think, you know, like you said, there's a couple little bright spots for Berrios. There's, uh, you know, a couple of innings where he put up some zeros. As you said, he got seven strikeouts. So a little bit of hope there. But, you know, on the whole, you're right. It was a disappointing win or loss, rather, and you know, especially after the two losses uh, against the Cards, you know, down we're down uh, three losses to one in the first four games. Uh, I think there were a couple of Jays fans uh, ready to, you know, give up on the season already. Uh, I'm sure there were plenty of Jays fans on Twitter um, sure. wishing wishing to do that. Uh, we'll we'll probably talk about Barrios in a bit more um, depth on our weekly um, review, but uh, I think it's probably important to remind people that Jose Barrios actually still had the he was the second um, he was second in wins last year on the Jays, so he had twelve <laughs> wins, so he he can uh, have good appearances. He just seemed when he had a bad performance last year, he it was really bad. Um, so we'll, we're just going to have to see how this plays out. Um, moving on to game two. Uh, so we have on the mound, uh, UC Kikuchi, um, lefty starting ag- against Chris Bubik. Um, so I think there was a lot of uh, anticipation in this game and probably mostly on what kind of appearance Kikuchi was, uh, was going to have for us. Yeah, that's right. I think, you know, he had a lot of promising starts. He looked really um, strong in the spring. Um, 
but you know, spring numbers are always kind of, you know, questionable in terms of the opposition that you're facing and, you know, is it real? Is it not? What does spring really mean? So a lot of Blue Jays fans really uh, waiting with bated breath to see if Gucci can deliver when it means something. And he certainly did that. He certainly did. Uh, Kikuchi's pitching lines. We have five innings pitch, one in run, four hits, two strikeouts, and one walk. Uh, he looked quite sharp in this game. Yeah, you know, I think he was locating his pitches. We see, you know, what he can be um, in this game, just throwing strikes, um, getting swings and misses, and, you know, he gave up one home run, but uh, he'll do that from time to time. Uh, I think, you know, he impressed quite a bit. Uh, Moving on to um, just the game itself, uh, we had, uh, you know, relatively low-scoring game in comparison to game number one, Uh, but in the bottom of the second, uh, we have Dalton Varsho showing off his, uh, his arm in uh in left field yeah Dalton Varsho just really throughout this whole series kind of showed um why the Blue Jays picked him up you know and his outfield uh defense was on display with this throw gunned down someone trying to run on him uh and just you know with there was just no chance Perfect yeah, throw. The perfect yeah. throw. Yeah. So he also had a bunt single this game. Um, just, you know, all around uh, like a ball player, you know, just doing the little things right. He definitely seemed to. Um, now, uh, top of the third, we have uh, a Bo Bichette single. Bo advances, goes first to third on a Vladdy single. And then uh, Matt Chapman drives uh, Bichette in with a uh, with a single of his own. Um, top four, uh, we have a Witt Merrifield double. I, I bet that felt pretty good playing against his old team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jansen then um, flies out, uh, so Witt advances to third. And then uh, we have a – I don't know if it was a wild pitch or a pass ball. I, I didn't see how uh, I was actually scored. But uh, they did mention in the broadcast it was a wild pitch and, and you know, Witt, Witt strolls home uh, to make it uh, the game 2-1. to one. Um, This, of course, is following the uh, home run that you mentioned that Kikuchi gives up, and that was Ranmel Reyes. Um, uh but I, I think also um, in terms of the sharpness that Kikuchi showed, he also worked out of a, a couple jams, uh, which I think is um, I think is I think that's a good sign as well. Like that's a trait that uh, I think um, the pitchers more towards the front of the rotation seem to be able to uh, to handle a bit more. But he did work out of. Uh, a, uh, a bit of a jam in the bottom of the fifth where he had runners on first and second. Yeah, you know, I think that's something that we saw him, uh, uh, that's a position that we saw him kind of collapse in the past. And so 
um, it's really promising to see that, you know, he's been facing his adversity in game, settle himself down and get right back to where he needs to be uh, and put guys away. So top six, Dalton Varsho hits his uh, first home run for the Jays. Uh, the game is now three to one. Uh, and then, um, as you had touched on previously, after a Matt Chapman double, uh, Dalton Varsho uh, bunts for a single, uh, uh, moving Chapman to third. And then there's a weird um, uh, Danny Jansen fielder's choice RBI. It was like a kind of, uh, it was a bloop behind uh, first base. And I guess mm -hmm. uh, um, the runner moving to second didn't, um, couldn't he couldn't go because he may have been caught and then he he just got uh, it was basically just a force out at second. Uh, so uh, following that fielder's choice is now four to one. Jordan Romano comes on and uh, gets his second save of the season. Yeah, great game. Uh, you know, really brought those Twitter Blue Jays fans off the ledge. <laughs> you know, with a with a win from Kikuchi. You know, and, uh, you know, a nice, really solid save from Jordan. Uh, you know, just the kind of win that we want to see. And, uh, you know, a sight for sore eyes. Now, moving into game three. Uh, so we have some a uh, few lineup changes. Uh, Varsho uh, moves to center field. Whit Merrifield on left. Uh, uh, Kirk uh, comes in um, to catch because uh, Alec Manoa is starting. And Kevin Biggio at second base. I feel like we've seen a lot of Kevin so far this year, a lot more than I thought we would. Uh, yeah, I think I'm surprised too. I think he's had a great spring. I think we mentioned the other day. And uh, he's being rewarded. And like I said, I think the depth at the at the bench uh, is proving itself to be uh, valuable. You know, Schneider's able to give guys rest, move people around, and we're seeing uh, these sort of a large variety of lineup constructions, like we uh, we're talking about. Uh, so, pitching matchup: we have Zach Grinky veteran pitcher versus um, Alec Manoa. Um, we, uh, we, we will touch on Alec Manoa's uh, pitching line in a, in a moment, um, but this was a relatively low uh, scoring game. Uh, we have a Manoa uh, pitches out of a jam in the bottom of the fifth. Um, and Top six, we have a Vladdy single, Varsho single, a, another Matt Chapman fielder's choice, RBI, uh, a Kirk single, and the bottom of the six finishes uh, in classic fashion with a Brandon Belt strikeout. Uh, <laughs> top eight, uh, we have a Vladdy opposite field home run on a 0-1 uh, count. Uh, we have a Varsho double and then a Matt Chapman um, RBI single. Um, seems to be 
common theme so far to start this year. Um, Matt Chapman uh, is quite hot uh, and uh, was actually, um, I believe he was actually moved up to the cleanup spot in this game as well. Yeah, Chapman's uh, on fire right now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get some consideration for you know, those rather meaningless, but pretty, still pretty pretty cool player of the week awards that they give out. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him there this week. Uh, loving to see him you know, start the season in a good spot, especially after I think he had kind of, at least for himself, a disappointing year last year. So uh, Jordan Rano comes on and gets the save, uh, but uh, Alec Manoa's pitching line, and I thought um, I don't know. I thought this uh, I thought this pitching line was a little bit deceiving, in that uh, he had uh, seven in- innings pitched, one hit, zero earned runs, um, four walks, and five Ks. Um, well, I mean, he took a a no-header into the fifth, I believe, the first hit uh, that the Royals hit. Um, I guess, uh, what do you mean by deceiving? Well, he there there were a lot of uh, very hard-hit balls early on in that game. So while they, they didn't fall in for hits, um, I didn't think he was quite as sharp as um, peak Manoa, essentially. Um, seemed see. like... It seemed like the um, Kauffman Stadium was uh, um, basically was showing its strength in terms of keeping the ball in the ballpark, and our outfielders basically running down um, running down balls in the outfield. Yeah, I think that that's I think that honestly that's probably true for both sides. A, a couple um, long fly balls um, in this game. I, I follow a Twitter account uh, I think called. Uh, uh, home run comparison or something along that line. And basically what it does is when a ball is kind of either a home run or caught, you know, on the warning track type thing, what it'll do is it'll tell you that, uh, you know, this home run would have been a home run or this home run would have been a home run in nine out of 30 parks. This, you know, long fly ball would have been a home run in four out of 30 parks. Uh, this game had, I think, three or four of those uh, uh, for for both team for both sides of the uh, game here. This game, so definitely Kaufman showing what uh, what it does, which is you know, contain those home runs. All right, moving on to game four and the final um, game of the series. Um, just going through. Uh, Basically, kind of blow by blow, what happens? So, top uh, the Jays get on on top of the Royals quickly. We have a um, Matt Chapman um, RBI double, which uh, cashes in Guerrero and Barsho, make the uh, game two nothing. Um, in the second, top second, we have. Um, Bo singling to right field. Kiermaier scores. Uh, top four, we have a Biggio solo home run. Um, definitely making use of his time in the lineup. 
And then in the top top fifth, we have a Vladimir Guerrero uh, solo home run um, to make it five nothing. Uh, bottom of the eight, Kansas City basically scores all their runs, and up to this point, uh, uh, prior to a um, prior to a solo home run off the foul pole, uh, the Jays had shut out uh, the Royals in 23 consecutive innings up to this point. Hmm. Um, so they cash in uh, three runs uh, off a solo home run and then a, um, a two, basically a double that cashes in two RBIs. And uh, I think uh, I think Schneider had to go to the bullpen a little bit more and use a few more pitches than he wanted to. But Adam Simber eventually comes in uh, after, uh, I guess, Jordan Romano had pitched the previous two days, and Simmer gets his seventh uh, career save. Yeah, a little mini implosion there on the bullpen. Um, Trevor Richards not able to get a guy out. Tim Meza not able to get a lefty out. Although, I don't want to, you know, knock Tim Meza too hard. I think his last appearance, he, he got all four batters that he faced and struck them out. So he's hot and cold, but uh, luckily Jimmy Garcia was able to come in, uh, stop the bleeding. And then, as you said, Simber able to close it out with with Romero on the, on the bench for today's game. And uh, before I forget the um, Kevin Gosman started this game, six innings pitch, four hits, Zero earned runs, two walks, and seven strikeouts. So uh, pretty consistent uh, from Gosman. We're getting uh, quite consistent performances from him. Um, and uh, I think uh, I think that's, uh, that's looking good going forward in terms of the season. Yeah, a little bit of a concern I think I saw on the broadcast and then some people were talking about it on Twitter. Um, his velocity was a little bit down. But, I mean, you know, his splitter was effective. He was still getting guys to swing and miss on that pitch. And, um, hey, if that's going to work, that's going to work. So, hopefully the velocity, you know, being down doesn't mean some sort of injury or something. That's, I think, what some people are worried about. But we'll keep an eye on it. So, the Jays' current record, uh, four and three, they are currently – third in the AL East and uh, of note uh, Tampa Bay is currently in first and they are six and oh so I don't uh, I don't imagine they're gonna go 162 and0 so they'll you know, probably probably come back to the pack so we'll but that will be um, looks like a team that'll be uh, one to watch uh, as the um, season progresses uh, do you uh, have a player of the series Dustin I, I do. You know, I'm tempted to give it to Varsho again. He's slowly becoming a, a man crush for me. But I'm going to give it to uh, Kevin Kiermeyer today. I think he had uh, four hits on the series total. Um, but, you know, his defense and outfield has uh, been, you know, a, fre- a breath of fresh air um, for a Blue Jays fan like me. And, you know, today he had a uh, 
a ground ball into the outfield and was able to get to second base. Uh, just a hustling play. Um, Biggio hit a single to right, and then he was able to score. And basically, you know, I think that was the third run of the game. He manufactured that run and just just the eye test for him um, on the whole for the series was just impressive to me. Well, I, I, uh, I echo your sentiments about Varsho. I know I've uh, gushed over him, him in previous episodes, uh, but he definitely seems to have um, this uh, interesting combination of ability, work ethic, just kind of this baseball brain, um, he can hit, you know, he can hit home runs. He can bunt for singles. Uh, he's a good base runner. He just seems to really be, um, uh, he seems to be like decent at everything. And, and, uh, it, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome to watch that. And I think, um, as, as you had mentioned previously, I think Jay's fans are really going to take a liking to him. Um, Toronto as, white collar as it is of a, of a city, it does love its blue collar players. And I think uh-huh. Varsho is um, definition of that. Uh, my player of the series is uh, Vladimir Guerrero. Uh, he had four runs. Uh, he had eight hits, three RBIs, a uh, couple walks and two home runs. And I think, I think Vladdy's really building into this, this season so um he hadn't had any home runs early on but he was consistently uh getting hits and uh what we've seen the last couple games is um the power has come back into his bat and uh i think uh i think we have a great season in the offing coming from him um and uh you know that's that's not even talking uh, or touching on bo bichette who, you know, has had another good series as well. Um, but I think both of those two um, seem to be quite quite on their game to start the year, and I think that's going to bode well um, for the um, for the season going forward. Now, uh, I did uh, want to touch on uh, another player who has uh, been outstanding to start the season, Matt Chapman. So he leads the majors in doubles with six, uh, leads the majors in hits with 13, and he is third in average with a 481 um, average. So um, don't think he's going to keep that up, but he is uh, in a contract year. He is um, really playing um, for that, uh, that, that fat contract that I'm sure his agent, Scott Boris, wants. Well, uh, moving forward, uh, we have um, the Anaheim Angels uh, coming up. Uh, uh, West three three games on the West Coast before uh, the Jays come back uh, for their home opener. Uh, just touching on uh, the Angels a little bit, uh, they are four and two and tied for first in the in the AL West. Uh, and they have some big players, uh, big, big-time players. And although 
I, I feel like the Angels are one of those teams that have some have have some superstars that for whatever reason do not seem to be able doesn't seem to translate into success for the team though. Yeah, there was a the joke I heard basically, you know, a recap of uh, Angels games, something like, you know, Shoei Otani uh, strikes out seven, gets a home run, Mike Trout gets two home runs and the Angels lose, you know, six to four. So <laughs> that's you know, yeah, it's it's tough for to be an Angels fan, I think. You know, you've got some great players, Shohei and Trout. Uh, they signed Rendon this year, although I think he's been suspended here, so we won't see him um, unless he's appealing, but I, I don't think he is. Uh, so, yeah, they got a great lineup, um, but uh, they just can't seem to, to turn it into wins. Hopefully for their team, they can, they can do that this year. Well, it, it definitely does seem to be a problem um, when you have um, players of such a high stature um, to also be able to have uh, and invest in other players, like other supporting players, essentially. And, um, you know, we're talking about um, not, not, not even two of, like, the, uh, the best players right now. We're talking about two probably, like, generational players. Um, you know, Mike Trout is a 10-time All-Star, three-time AL MVP, and, not, and on top of that, he has been runner-up for the AL MVP four times. So, you know, he's really been in the conversation for the AL MVP really seven times. Um, and Otani, uh, really his, uh, you know, he speaks for himself in terms of what he brings to the table, like the, the two way talent that he is. Um, also I believe he's a free agent this coming off season, so that should be interesting. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I think there's a, uh, I think it's a bit of a strange, um, thing going on in, in Anaheim where you have fans being able to watch two incredible players, but the team just not really be a complete team top to bottom. Yeah, and luckily for us, we won't be seeing Shohei on the mound in these three games. We will not, uh, no. I was, yeah, I was looking ahead. It looks like we're going to see Sandoval, Anderson, and Detmeyers. Um, all three are lefties, which um, I was thinking – does that, do you think that means that we might see um, Schneider keep belt on the bench for these games? Maybe one, maybe two of them at least. And DH, one of Kirk or Jansen, whoever's not catching, to get a righty in there instead? I, I definitely think that he's going to go with a righty-heavy lineup. Um, I would think that Kirk will probably be the um, – the DH when um, he's not catching. Uh, so we have, um, so Gosman started today. So we have, uh, I guess, Barrios tomorrow, mm -hmm. Kikuchi Saturday, and then we, it goes back. No, it, we're oh, going to have ba Bassett tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Barrios and then uh, Kikuchi. We have, we're Pitchcom Bassett's tomorrow. I, 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 um, he he's tomorrow. So so basically, in that in, in that particular scenario, Manoa's not going to be pitching. So uh, I can definitely see 
uh, Kirk uh, being a DH a little more often and uh, and Belt being kept on the bench for, uh, you know, maybe an appearance later in the game, maybe if uh, a lefty from the pen um, is, mm-hmm. uh, uh, is brought out by the Angels, I can see that possibly, but this seems like uh, this the series might play well for the Jays. What uh, what are you predicting, Dustin? Uh, Win loss, you you're asking? Yes. Um, hmm. this is gonna be a tough one to take two. You're away. It's been a long road trip. Uh, my heart says we win two, but my gut says we're gonna win one. We're gonna we're, we're not gonna win. Uh, I'm not going to win this series, but I'm 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 hopeful. Maybe the bats can uh, bail us out here. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be optimistic and say we're gonna it's go, we're gonna win this series. Um, and I think uh, I'm I think Bassett sorts himself out and uh, Kikuchi on Sunday, and I think uh, I think we win this series coming home. Uh, for the home opener next week. Your mouth to God's ears, my friend. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back for uh, our weekly Jays uh, review chat, uh, but this has been Station to Station. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Station to Station here on Organized Chaos Sports. We'll be back on Monday to wrap the three-game series against the Anaheim Angels. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Until next time.